1: Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
0: It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom show. Live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
3: Hey, this is- sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 730 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 830. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now, let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger.
0: Here is Is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis.
4: Bring him up little. And I just have to ask a question here to our live audience. Uh, is there any head coach in the history of the National Football League that prepares a team for week one better than Andy Reid? has lost only one time as a Chiefs head coach in 10 years on the opening weekend. That is... Yeah. Yeah. Is there a quarterback well, that prepares uh... for week one success more than Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Because Patrick Mahomes and his five starts in week one has 18 touchdown passes, zero interceptions. <laughs> those that is yeah. and when you go on the road and play a playoff team to open the season by the way of andy reed's run of nine and one in opening week games six of those nine have been on the road and when you take care of business against murray and a team that was in the last year in the arizona Cardinals. To play their first eight games of a schedule against teams that all had winning records that yeah. prior year. No team in the history of the NFL has been faced that task. But check the first box off the list because the Chiefs beat the Cardinals. Now, when you go in there and score on your first three possessions and get touchdowns, and Patrick Mahomes is dealing it around to nine different receivers, and you got Clyde Edwards Hilaire looking like, oh, Mike Garrett back in the day, and <laughs> running back will really? be our guest. Uh, later on in the show, and when the Chiefs' defense, which is this a new, know, it looks like, awesome, like fast, aggressive really fast. defense, you gotta find like that crew so much team faster, team. so much more impactful. But, but the Chiefs were we able to go for, to the desert, for,
5: and yeah for, now. For
4: now. yeah, for now, isn't it good to be back like yeah. here tonight said so very well we gave I gave an analogy yesterday to a, a car race some of you went to Kansas Speedway and were for, for the NASCAR playoff race yesterday uh, I was helping hy with the car race that was in Newton Iowa back in July and that was like 7 8 mile track of 170 mile an hour Indy cars coming around turn 4 and the green flag dropped and it was putting marbles in a popcorn popper it was crazy But it reminded me of yesterday because it was like the crazy NFL. The crazy NFL season is going at warp speed from the beginning and the green flag drops. But the starting line, like those races, is also the finish line because where we played yesterday, Glendale, Arizona, is also the site. Around the track, and we got a quick one with another stop coming up on Thursday night. As we'll play the Chargers who are coming to town. Uh, So get ready for that one. Uh, By the way, just in case you want to get fired up with that game, we're going to play real quick to get from Andy Reid here in just a few moments. uh, Just Uh, on things. We had some injury issues yesterday. Harrison Bucker never down his top. He goes out on one leg, basically hops out there. And he takes a 54 yard field goal on one leg. That was, that was yeah. good. He's also very good. So, this is just safety. It has as we go out there and kick, it'll turn it from a clear haha and turn it from <laughs> like, dude, can you give this for real? Wow as well, and uh, we got uh, all we kinds, got of, all microphones kinds of microphones going here. here so anyway, anyway uh, and I got a great crew helping I- me tonight, none better, of course, than the executive director of the objective uh, producer of the Kansas City Chiefs radio network. Dan Spartacus Israel, as you know, also a brave guy and a cancer survivor. Okay, if you're not fired up for this game on Thursday night, I'm going to have you frothing at the mouth because the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, have won the AFC West for six straight years. That is huge. Never happened in the history of the division. Only six losses in that span. I'm sorry, only five losses in that span in the division. The Chiefs are 31 and five. Three of those five losses have been to the Chargers, boo. And all three of those losses to the Chargers have been at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, the walk-off two-point conversion from Mike Williams in '18, and then we had to play. We played the JVs against him, right? In 2020, we rested our dudes, and they thought that was a great thing. Uh, if you're a Charger fan, there's a few of those, uh, just a few. But then there's a uh, also, last year, Ambushes, they had a great game, way to go Chargers, but now we gotta get after them. So we gotta defend uh, GHA Field. It's the 50th year at Arrowhead Stadium, GHA Field Arrowhead Stadium, that's why I'm rocking the shirt tonight. Uh, so we got all that going on. Plus, later on in the show, he played in Super Bowl I, one of the heroes of Super Bowl Four, a Heisman Trophy winner, and he has got some awesome stories coming your way. Uh, because Mike Garrett will be our guest tonight. And I I just got to put it out there. It's perfect to have him on this week on the show because, of course, he began his career as a Kansas City chief and was so great. That deserves a cheer, right? I got to keep it real. He ended his career as a Charger. Okay, just Mike, I'm just putting it out there, buddy. We're, we're ever ready to go. Anyway, we're going to have a great time tonight. Uh, we're going to hear from Head Coach Andy Reid in just a second. Thanks for coming out here, everybody. Let's go. It's Thursday night football. It's the Chargers. we got to crank it up. We'll be back with Head Coach Andy Reid. Again, wait a minute, and before, 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 before we do anything else. Okay, a lot of you are going to the game on Thursday night, so make sure uh, that you stop here. Go, get there early. I can't tell you. Uh, get there early because normal Thursday traffic on I-70 is crazy anyway. You throw out there 75,000 nutsoid fans going nuts, uh, it gets really hairy trying to get into the game. If you're can, if you going to the game and can get off work or get off a half day, go early and tailgate because traffic will be an issue. If you're going to tailgate, even if you're not and you're going to homegate, I'm going to... I found this at the uh, Red Friday, and in fact, I was here during Red Friday. This was one of the stores I visited, but they've got this, uh, you guys know about this meat bundle they've got? They've got this tailgating meat bundle, and it is awesome uh, because it's just 30 bucks. Listen to this, four burgers, four pork chops, four brats, four chicken breasts, all just 30 bucks. You guys have them in the store tonight, right? I mean, this is awesome for your home gate or for your tailgate coming up on Thursday night. So that's here at Hy-Vee and the Hy-Vees. Uh, around the Kansas City metro area so make sure you do that plus we have the fuel saver discounts uh, coming up as well the Thursday night game will roll into Monday uh, what they tell me for your fuel saver discounts but this meat bundle the tailgating thing is really cool here at Hy-Vee all right We're at the Hy-Vee. Again, come join us. We're at the uh, Hy-Vee at the corner of Nolan Road and 40 Highway. We'll be back with head coach Andy Reid after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show,
4: presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Benin stays in at running back to the left of Mahomes. He now puts in motion Hardman to set up three wide to the right side. Now they float a pass to the near side. It is caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Travis Kelsey on a nine-yard corner route. Perfectly thrown by Mahomes and a great route by Kelsey. And the Chiefs get a touchdown on their first drive of the season. Welcome back here to the high uh, V at 45-45 South Nolan Road. Nolan Road and 40 Highway and the Wahlburgers here in the High v Thanks uh, to all of our great crowd here tonight as we get ready for the Thursday night game against the Chargers at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. I just want to mention the Thursday night game is big for your fuel saver discount at High v So for Monday, September 19th, you're going to get a fuel saver discount equal to the Chiefs score from the Thursday night game and based on the amount you spend. If the Chiefs score 42 points, that sounds like a good number to me. Um, 42 to nothing. I like that score. Save $0.42 a gallon on a $42 purchase. That will be on Monday, September the 19th. The more you score, the more you save with hy V. You also know Chiefs Kingdom shows, now that we're back to pre-COVID, are like Laker games, right? I mean, Kim Kardashian shows up. I mean, you just never know who's going to show up. I mean, Michael Bublé might walk in here. I saw him Saturday uh, before we left for Arizona, Stone Street. My brother's here tonight. Uh, yes. He's the general manager of Fat Brain Toys. Fat Brain Toys. He's got a Mark Bo Richter jersey. Priceless. Mark Bo Richter jersey. You put that thing tonight online, you're gonna get 97 cents for that. I'm just telling you. Uh, Bo Richter's out there listing somewhere. My brother's the only guy that wears a Mark Bo Richter jersey still. 99 yard touchdown against the Chargers. By Mark Bo Richter. Don't forget it. That was huge. Andy Reid's on the run, man. He is on the go. Okay? And when you have a short week like this, it is hard to catch up with Andy. But I found the guy to do it because our executive producer of the largest network in the National Football League, the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network, was able to latch on to Big Red for a few moments. Here is Danny Israel catching up with Andy Reid. Thank you, Mitch. Coach, again, congratulations
6: on the victory. You wrote an outline to this 2022 narrative throughout training camp and the preseason. It really shouldn't have surprised anyone. The full text would be what we witnessed yesterday in Arizona. Your thoughts on your squad's performance?
5: Yeah, listen, I thought the guys played together. That was the most important thing. And This is against a fast team, so and um, that was important. I mean, both sides of the ball. So that, that quarterback is a heck of a football player, and he's surrounded by good football players, and So for our defense, it was great, the young guys there. And then the experienced guys on the offensive side they really haven't had a chance to play with Pat in a a game like that. So um, I thought they they handled it well.
6: Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, his patience on all this man-to-man blitzing, the man pressure was phenomenal. Uh, He just keeps his eyes down the field. He stepped over Orlando Brown on the ground without ever taking his eyes off his receivers. What vision?
5: No, listen, he's a phenomenal football player, man. I mean, I (laughs) – you know, we're lucky to have him, and he did a, did a great job.
6: Yes, he did. Uh, as Lynn Dawson used to say, number 20 in your playbook, number one in your heart. Safety, Justin Reed. Now, non-Chiefs fans probably would just say everything you touch turns to gold, but what an amazing job you and your staff do preparing for the adversity that injury can inflict. In the preseason, you put game pressure on Justin to make a kick as a backup to Harrison Butker.
4: And Justin Reed is going to try the P.A.T. And it is awesome. <laughs> How many safeties in the league can just fire out there and kick a point after touchdown? Here is Josh Klingler. So
3: I'm standing down right by the uh, the, the practice kicking net. And as the drive's going down the field, it's the normal specialists that are working out. All of a sudden I turn around and over my left shoulder. There's standing Justin Reed. I'm figuring he's just kind of giving Harrison Butker a hard time, right? So he does take a practice kick. And then he kind of scurries off, and next thing I know, he's running on the field to kick the extra point. So apparently he didn't know it was coming, and he got at least one practice swing in before hitting that extra point.
6: But Chicago in the preseason vastly different from the Cardinals in the regular season. Nevertheless, yesterday the turf gives way under Butker's plant foot, turns his ankle, and the call goes to Reed.
5: Yeah, I'm I'm sorry about Harrison, but um, for him to kick the field goals there on that ankle was great. Um, but for justin to step up like he did i mean you know literally a two-way player uh playing great in the secondary and then having to come in and do the kickoffs and one and a couple field goals so our extra points <clears throat> you know my hat goes off to him uh, that he's a stud he loves it you know i mean he loves doing it so and he can he's got some kind of leg yeah
6: you, know? you mentioned Butker coming back in how impressive was his toughness coming back in to kick a long 54yard kick on a taped up ankle
5: yeah, no, I mean listen, he he did a great job. I'm I'm happy for him. He's a tough kid and, and he his ankle is pretty well swollen there, so he really had to bear down on it.
4: 54 yard attempt by Butker with the bad ankle. Line drive, spinning kick, it is up, and it is good! Butker sets a Kansas City Chiefs record with that gutsy, gutsy field goal of 54 yards. His 21st field goal from 50 plus yards. Better than any kicker in Kansas City Chiefs history. Two seconds left in the half,
5: and the Chiefs lead 23-7. to A
6: couple other offensive guys uh, I want to talk to you about. First is Isaiah Pacheco.
5: Yeah, yeah, again, did a nice job, ran hard, closed it out. Um, you know, he and 2-5 and 1, I mean, they, they were so close uh, um, as friends, and both, all three of them had great nights, I thought, so. Uh, but Pacheco, for a young kid to get in there and run like he did, and then still return kicks, and you know he'll be he'll be sore tomorrow. But um, you know you win; it doesn't hurt quite as bad, right? So
4: first down, goal to go at the three, midway through the fourth quarter. Pacheco, the running back, he'll get it, goes to the right side, cuts inside the right guard, touchdown, Kansas City! Isaiah Pacheco, you're not only attending the game, you are affecting the game. A four-yard touchdown for the rookie. Save that football, brother, and put it on your mantle.
6: Coach, I thought the play calling tonight was extremely balanced, not just between the run and passing games, but also within each of those. Mahomes hits, I think, 10 different receivers, 30 for 39, 360 yards passing, and five touchdowns.
4: McKinnon stays in it, running back to the left of Mahomes. He now puts in motion Hardman to set up three wide to the right side. Now they float a pass to the near side, and it's caught! Touchdown, Kinn! Kansas City Travis Kelsey on a nine yard corner route. They shovel it inside. Edward Delarre, touchdown. Two drives, two touchdowns. Snapped to Mahomes, the one and five. Fires it, cut. Felda Scantling at the 35. That's Juju Smith Schuster gets his first catch as a chief. And Mahomes able to pirouette, stay alive, and find Juju Schuster for 17 yards. Running back is McKinnon. They fake it to him. They throw left. It's cut. By Hartman. Touchdown! Kansas City! Hartman goes right to left in motion and then gets a free area right at the goal line. A two yard touchdown pass for Mahomes, his fifth of the game.
6: Five touchdowns for Mahomes, but the dispersion in the run game was equally balanced. 128 yards of rushing. Edwards, Allaire, Pacheco, McKinnon, all with 15 yard plus carries. Was the balance and dispersion part of yesterday's game plan?
5: Yeah, so EB and the, the coaches put all that stuff together. I, I thought they did a great job with the game plan, and <clears throat> we, we tag team it. I mean, there are a lot of guys that are involved with it, and uh, EB heads that up and does a nice job with it. So my hat goes off to him and the other guys that contribute in that thing. So it's uh, there was good communication, which for the first game is important. And then the substitutions, which can be a nightmare in the first game, as much as we shuffle in and out people. We used quite a little bit of two tight stuff tonight, so, um, and three tight. And so then you're mix, mixing in with the, you know, three wide receivers and and so on. So I mean, it, it can be a little crazy hectic your first game, but I thought they all handled it very well.
6: Yeah, I think it's sometimes hard for us just to keep up watching, especially when you add all those injuries to the substitutions. But yeah, very little confusion out there. I want to ask you about Juju Smith-Schuster. We saw flashes at camp, which kind of led us to believe that there was a lot of potential in him. but. When I got up close to him, I was just so impressed with his size and his physicality. Then yesterday, he does this.
4: Second it down three for the Chiefs at the Cardinal 19. Third straight time in the red zone. 14-7 Kansas City in cut caught at the 15 of the Cardinals it'll be a first down for Kansas City now the Cardinals gang tackle but moving forward is the Chiefs all the way to the 12-yard line did we say Juju Smith-Schuster is physical he just took the entire defensive meeting room of the Cardinals for five more yards after about a three-yard catch
3: coach he was,
6: I mean he just dragged a pile of defenders like five yards with just will and determination your thoughts on his performance yesterday
5: yeah, he did great. I, you know, I, I hated to see him on the fumbles, but he, you know, he played his heart out, man. I mean, the, he blocks, he plays, catches the ball down the field. Scantling was right there with him, made some big catches. <clears throat> um, uh, McColl was just, there were two of them that were touchdown. You know, we were yeah. just off by a tick, just a tick. But um, he sure he sure played fast, too.
6: Thursday's a quick turn for you. Uh, just talk about this week and, and basically is that more difficult with some of the injuries?
5: Yeah, well, no, I mean, everybody's got them, so it's, that's how it works in this league. You just pound through it and you... Get yourself ready to go, but it's a short week. And
6: Yeah, against a division opponent, I, n- I know how much that means to you. Coach, I know we're short on time. We didn't even talk defense. These young guys holding this explosive Cardinals team to just seven points in three quarters, Nick Bolton, nine tackles, George Karloftis and Chris Jones with massive pressure. I'm so excited to watch these guys all season long. They passed a difficult test yesterday. No rest, just a few days. They retest against another hot quarterback, Justin Herbert, the Los Angeles Chargers. Thank you so much for your time today and have a great week of prep and good luck against the Bolts.
5: I appreciate it, Dan. Thank you.
6: Mitch, head coach Andy Reid, we've been talking about this locker room since we got up close and personal to it at camp. This is a special team and as a fan, Having that guy, having Andy Reid as your head coach, means not having to wonder whether or not you're going to survive the loss of this guy or that guy. I mean, he's something else. And and after yesterday, if you're not excited to watch this team this season, get to the nearest emergency room. There is something wrong with you.
4: Something wrong with you. Andy continues to just make history. I know I've said this. I know I've said this for years, but to uh, we're he's fifth all time in NFL wins in playoff wins only tom landry who's one game ahead and bill belichick are the only two ahead of the head coach of our team right now it's just amazing we have one of the greatest coaches in the history of the league coaching us so i just i don't want to take it for granted but when you got a coach like that and here come the chargers i'm sorry it's time to get all foamed up it's time to put the hammer down baby and speaking of the hammer he brought the hammer with the key touchdown, one of the greatest plays in the history of the National Football League. When we come back to the high V here at uh, South Nolan Road, Nolan Road and Forty Highway, we're in the Wahlburgers here. Come join us. We'll wedge you in here. We've got a sell-out crowd, but we'll find some room. Just scoot in a little bit. Uh, you can come on out and enjoy it. But when we come back after this timeout, Mike Garrett, one of the more iconic players to ever play for the Chiefs is our guest tonight. We'll be back with more on the Chiefs Kingdom show after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtus and the Kingdom show presented by Bad Boy Mowers.
4: Oh, since Kelsey is buddy to the left. White right, Edward Delaire comes in motion. Left side of Mahomes. Ball on the far hash. Raising the right leg. Fourth and two Chiefs at the Cardinal Four. Swing it right side. Edward Delaire angling inside touchdown. Kansas City inside the near front pylon. And Edward Delaire won't be more wide open in his life on a four-yard touchdown on fourth and two. Three drives, three touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show at the hy V in Independence at 4545 South Nolan Road at 40 Highway and Nolan Road intersection. A reminder, these Chiefs Kingdom meat bundles are incredible. Uh, just check them out at uh, your participating local hy V. Perfect for your home gate or your tailgate coming up for Thursday night's game against the Chargers. No better person in Chiefs history than to have on tonight than this young man. An incredible, iconic figure. He was a Heisman Trophy winner at USC. Went on to greatness with the Kansas City Chiefs. He played in both Super Bowl I and Super Bowl IV. Of course, the championship in Super Bowl four, He was the ball carrier on one of the most famous plays, not only in the history of the Chiefs, but in the history of the National Football League. He was the man of 65 toss, power, <laughs> Trap. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mike Garrett. Thank
2: you, Mitch. Thank you very much.
4: It is so fabulous. It's great seeing you. Oh, it's so good to have you here. Uh, and I've seen you at some ambassador functions. It's just great to have you uh, back in the kingdom. But it's so your story is so fascinating. Uh, and you started the whole tailback you at USC because the guys that followed you, OJ and Gordon, and Ricky Bell and Marcus Allen and others, you were the first guy. But getting drafted, okay, so now you're done at SC, but the NFL and AFL were both drafting guys at the same time and competing. But how close were you to going to the NFL with the, so the Rams drafted you, right, in so the second round?
2: They drafted me in the second round, but they didn't want to draft me number one unless I committed to them because of the war between the two leagues. So I said, then draft me later. Don't draft me number one because I don't want to see Who's going to draft me from the AFL? And then it, the rumor got out that Al Davis had signed me with the Raiders. And um, so when the draft occurred, the Rams drafted number two, and it got down to the last draft of the AFL draft, and that's when um, the Chiefs, Jack Stepman and so forth, said, uh, you know, we can't lose on this one. He's, this, it, if no one signed him, then let's draft him. So they draft me, and, uh, I kept, and then when they called me, and they said, you're the last pick, but we're going to treat you like the number one draft pick. I said, I can do that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Let, let's put this in perspective. I, I looked this up. So the Rams drafted him in the second round in the NFL draft. The Chiefs take him in the AFL draft. He was Mr. Irrelevant. You were the last guy yes. picked in, that old, in the 20th round. There were 20 rounds. He's picked in the 20th round. But that's when Mr. Stedman said, no, we're going to treat you like a first-round pick.
2: That's exactly right.
4: So, no. I said, b-
2: that's easy. Let's do it. <laughs> so, the Rams tra- treated me as the number, number two, but they said, we, we're still going to negotiate you like a number one. And the Chiefs said, well, you are a number one. Let's do it.
4: Well, what was this rumor with the Raiders? Where did that come from?
2: Well, Al Davis was signing other players throughout the draft before the draft even occurred. So they thought uh, oh, really? that was, if you remember Al Davis, and, uh, and then everyone thought uh, he had signed because he's, he says, I want Garrett, but he never drafted me. And, and I got a feeling he thought that I would go with the Rams, and it didn't make any sense, but it all worked out.
4: I think it worked out, and it worked out for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh-huh. And it worked out for Mike Garrett. The other piece of this, though, was you were drafted to play baseball. Yes. So were the both the NFL and AFL thinking, well, he may go baseball?
2: Well, it got down to um, the Dodgers drafted me my last – my senior year. I got drafted my sophomore and junior year. And the Dodgers drafted me my senior year. And so uh, when it got down to the two – the Baseball and football wouldn't compete then. It's unlike what they do now. And so football, if football drafted first, baseball wouldn't interfere and vice versa. And so they honored me. And then finally, um, about my fourth year, they said, are you interested in playing baseball? And I said, you know, let me think about it. And (laughs) we we talked about it, yeah.
4: So the Dodgers drafted you. Not only did the Dodgers drafted you, you got drafted two other times to play baseball. Yeah. Was that why you were playing for the Chiefs? Was it later or?
2: No, I got drafted in, as a, a, a junior, sophomore, and junior in baseball. Okay. In, in college. Okay. And then my senior year, it was the 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 Dodgers drafted me, and then both the teams, the Rams and the. Uh, the Chiefs drafted me as
4: a senior. But the Pirates also drafted you for baseball. Pirates right? did And there too. was a – oh, the Astros.
2: The Astros. It was pretty confusing because they didn't know what <laughs> I was doing.
4: Well, let's put it this way. they, you were valuable, uh, yeah. seemingly.
2: It's nice to hear, but thank you.
4: <laughs> and so fun. Uh, as a little kid, of course, one of my heroes. I'll tell you who else he was a boyhood hero for Andy Reid. Andy Reid became a Chiefs fan when he was a little kid in Los Angeles because he loved SC and he said he loved watching you play.
2: Yeah, Andy Reid went to Hamilton High School in a small world because in in Los Angeles you have all the different high school leagues. At Hamilton High School, we're in the Northern League and Roosevelt High School where I went was in the Eastern League. But we played a non-conference game for a number of years. Against Hamilton, they were the Hamilton barristers, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when I heard Andy went to uh, went to Hamilton, said, so "I know the school well, played there many times." Yeah.
4: Well, he loved watching you play, and that's started his uh, love. Uh, for the game of football before we go to break we've got to get into the greatness of those teams that are underappreciated um and we're going to get into uh len here in a second yeah. of course a dear friend for both of us we lost uh, not long ago but super bowl one that experience uh you were supposed to get crushed by the packers and it was like oh well let's go ahead and do this uh but why are we doing it um but you guys were, you had a chance to win that game. You know, what was the Super Bowl one experience like?
2: You know, what was exciting was that the first Super Bowl game was in the Coliseum. I went to University of Southern California, and that was our home field. Every game I played in college at home was in the Coliseum. <laughs> so it was really exciting to think that my rookie year with Kansas City Chiefs, I get to go home and play in front of all of Los Angeles against the Green Bay Packers. It was pretty exciting. I think my my family were, Pretty electric for a few weeks, you know.
4: So awesome. And then you come back in Super Bowl IV, uh, winning it in New Orleans against the Minnesota Vikings. That experience, because now you thought, okay, we got close, didn't get it done, but you get a chance to go back and redo it. Uh, what was it like to go into Tulane Stadium?
2: Well, that was exciting because uh, we had just beaten uh, um, the Raiders to, to, to get to the championship game and um, all I know is that uh, we were so excited looking around and saying we were back and we're gonna make our mark. And it was terribly exciting because everyone was committed and um, Hank Stram was uh, electric for about uh, 10 days and and all we kept saying is we can't wait to play this game so Hank can calm down. So (laughs) it was exciting, yes.
4: Did anybody else get chills as he was saying that, though? I mean, it was just down my spine. Wow, you guys, and and what a terrific game. All right, let's get to 65 toss power trap. Now, the Vikings were really good, right? You were a double-digit underdog, but Jan kicks three field goals. We're up nine to nothing. Uh, But the game, you just felt like a next touchdown was going to really decide the game. Was, Lynn was calling all the plays then, right? Most Yes,
2: of. he was calling about 75% of the plays.
4: Okay, so he's uh, giving you the calls.
2: But the 65 Tall Spire Trap, that was Hank's idea. And uh, <laughs> we hadn't run it in about three months. So we're in the, in, 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 right there inside the ten, and, uh, and and, uh, and uh, the play comes in, and I look at Lynn, and Lynn looks at me, and he kinda does this for me. <laughs>
4: Which is he's giving the sign of the cross uh, for those of you listening on the network.
2: So it was pretty exciting. So, you know, the truth is it only works against a great defense and Minnesota was a great defense. And so we faked the toss and I came inside in the trap and it was wide open. It was wonderful.
4: Did you think it was going to work when it called the play?
2: I was not sure, but I knew one thing. I was going to run as fast as I could (laughs) to avoid anything that could happen.
4: Because the purple people leaders were oh, on the other side. Oh, yes, they, yes. They were on the other side, ready to eat you up. But what a play. 65 toss power trap. It could uh, bust right open, as we hear Hank saying it. And it certainly did. And uh, an iconic play, one of the most famous... Of all time. We've got more here with Mike Garrett. There's so many awesome stories with the old number 21 here. Uh, we're going to get into some more of that. Again, we're at the High uh, V at Nolan Road in Independence, Nolan Road and 40 Highway. Come join us. We're in the Wahlburgers having a good time, sellout crowd getting ready to beat the Chargers. And Mike Garrett is our guest. We'll be back with more from Mike after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers.
4: Now, the Chiefs first down and goal to go at the one yard line of Arizona, leading 23 to 7. Jet motion. Mahomes firing at left side. He wants Jody Fortson. Comes back to the ball. Caught touchdown. Kansas City. Jody Fortson all the way back from the Achilles injury. And he tastes the sweet nectar of the end zone. And the Chiefs get a touchdown on their first drive of the third quarter. We're back. We're live. Back. Chiefs Kingdom show. First one of the year. And we're really back. We're back to 2019 level. Remember what happened in 2019. Uh, so we're going to do it here again in 2022. Again, we're at the uh, Independence location of High V at 40 Highway and Nolan Road. Our special guest tonight, number 21, the man that ran 65 toss power trap into the end zone to win Super Bowl Four. Also... Heisman Trophy winner for the USC Trojans in a long time career. So we got to get through this real quick because the Chiefs are playing the Chargers this week. You go from the Chiefs to the Chargers. That had to be a difficult thing for you to make that transition.
2: It was, but uh, the thing that did made it all happen was I'm from Los Angeles. And uh, to go down to San Diego wasn't that bad, but I didn't like the Chargers that much. It took me a little bit. It took about half a season to get adjusted to it.
4: (laughs) Well, it was a great career and then a distinguished career. Uh, You go on to law school and then uh, to be an athletic administrator for many, many years at USC uh, to get that done. But I have to ask him this question. Growing up in Los Angeles, played at SC, longtime athletic director at SC from 1993 all the way to 2010. Then you take the athletic director's job at a very prestigious HBCU school, Langston, Oklahoma. Population 1,714 people. You're right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what was that like?
2: Well, the point is, I thought it'd be a great chance to uh, go to a historically uh, a black college and get them to have experience with what it feels like to play Division One kind of sports. So I went there and I said, I'm challenging you. We're going to take on the world. And if you don't want to do that, then find another school. If you want to do it, let's do it in Langston. And uh, we, we started getting kids coming in and we started competing at, at a better level. And the most important thing was making sure the kids graduate and get a career going. So it was, it was pretty exciting.
4: It's a great school, by the way, with a great tradition. Hollywood Henderson played there, the former Dallas Cowboy. Uh, I've been to Langston, Oklahoma. Did you live in Langston, Oklahoma, or did you live in Guthrie? Were you a big city guy?
2: I, I lived in uh, I lived not too far, um, I lived, like in Mexico, in Mexico, in uh, Oklahoma City.
4: Okay. Yeah. So not too far no, from. But Langston. everything in there was still water was close. It only
2: yeah it yeah. only took uh, uh, fifteen minutes to get there. So yeah,
4: it's a great school, but I just thought a little bit different going from yeah. USC to uh, Langston. Um, you and I lost a very close friend, um, and with Dan, and uh, to lose uh, Lynn Dawson. Uh, passing away, in fact, his service is this Friday. But to play with Len Dawson, what was it like?
2: You know, I used to say, does this guy ever get excited? We'd be in games and be worried about can we score or not, and he would look at us and, you know, like a uh, philosophical person and say, hey, you know, we're going to call this play, and guess what? We were looking at him, what? He says, we're gonna score, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, and uh, it was really great. And uh, we never felt out of control. And we know Lenny was always thinking ahead. And, uh, and he called so many, of the, uh, like 60%, 60% of the plays. Wow. So, you know, we had a very much a comfort zone and uh, he was quietly tenacious. So it was a great person to play with.
4: How magical were those teams, though? I mean, to be around you guys um, and then have all those Hall of Famers on defense and and the offensive side, too. How how magical was that group for you guys?
2: It was pretty magical because as good as USC is and was, I don't remember having a team with so many um, Hall of Famers, NFL Hall of Famers. uh, Just the personnel was great, from Buck Buchanan to to Lenny Dawson, to all the rest, they were just fabulous. And so the thing I love most about the team, we were so intense and no one ever had to get anyone up. Everybody was competing and at the highest level. And um, it was very comforting to know when you got in the huddle that you there was only one speed and that was all out. And let's make it happen. So those four years I was here, uh, it was very, we were very competitive and we had great teams and on the bookends, uh, season one and season four, we went to the Super Bowl, and what a great experience that was.
4: I want to ask you about this, because that team also was was a historical team that has not uh, given its due uh, accolades from the standpoint of Mr. Hunt was able to open the door, no matter where you went to school. You talk about being at Langston. It wasn't cool, so to speak. To, you had Grambling, Prairie View A&M, you had Morgan State, you had Southern. You look at the Super Bowl Four team, I think over a third of that team went to HBCU schools. And you were the first team in NFL history, pro football history, to have a primarily minority roster. What was it like to be around that? Because it seemed like there was a family uh, no matter where you went to school or your background.
2: You know, it was I said it before, but it was, it was electric. When you got in and and people looked at each other and the question was, are you gonna play well today or aren't you? Are you gonna work out hard today or aren't you? Everyone was on the, on, on the same level of consciousness about competing and no one was afraid. And uh, on defense, we end up having seven guys make the Hall of Fame. Offensively, uh, we have Lenny. Uh, we should have Jim Tyre there. We should have Otis, Otis Taylor there. Um, we just, we have a very talented team and great coaching staff. And, all I can say is it was like the creme de creme. It was just that you just had great players, great attitude. And there was only one thought. How do you win? How do you become national champions and, and, win, the, and win the Super Bowl? And, and whoever we play, we weren't afraid of. We knew they would have to bring their best game to beat us. It was very exciting.
4: One thing that's apparent being around you guys too, think of the gentlemen they became. I think of Lenny and being 24 years side-by-side side, in the broadcast booth, but you're around Willie near of anything more than 30 seconds. You realize this is a man's man. Bobby Bell's a little crazy, but a gentleman nonetheless. But just the class and people you guys became and the careers you had after football.
2: Everybody were very much when they went to college, they got their education. They had uh, ulterior purposes beyond playing football. And they wanted to make a difference in the country and in their lives and their family. So it was very exciting. And even when you see him now, you kind of laugh and say, okay, tell me your, your son's a doctor. Tell me your son's an engineer. Tell me your son, some, a couple of them, I said, one was it became, an, it became a missionary. And I said, that's about what we were all about. We had soul, we had feeling, we had concern. And the best thing was that we all succeeded. It was very exciting.
4: So many benefits of going to Super Bowls and winning Super Bowls, but you got the biggest one. Did you find your wife at the Super Bowl?
2: Well, I found her. I met her at the um, parade at the World, World War II um, one uh, uh, by the by the uh, railroad station. Yeah. the At
4: right, Union Station. Union yeah. Station. Okay.
2: And she was there for a Super Bowl uh, party, and and <laughs> I saw her there, and she was very afraid to come and ask for an autograph, so I went to her, and, and um, several years later, we end up getting married. It's
4: so, yeah. <laughs> pretty awesome.
2: Yeah.
4: Sometimes you go to Super Bowls and you get rings, sometimes you go and get wives. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what a gentleman. What a uh, and and you see the grace and class from you, but ladies and gentlemen, what a treasure. The week we're going to play the Chargers on a short week to have the man that carried in 65 toss power trap and so much more in his life. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Garrett. Thanks for being with us Mitch, tonight, Mike. My
2: pleasure. Thank you. It's a God pleasure to be here.
4: God bless you, sir. And thank
2: you guys. You're wonderful.
4: We'll be back to wrap things up with just a few uh, announcements as we get ready for the Chargers. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
1: Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers.
4: The ninth possession for the Chiefs. They're trying to get their third touchdown in a row. First down, goal to go with the three, midway through the fourth quarter. Pacheco, the running back, he'll get it, goes to the right side, cuts inside the right guard. Touchdown, Kansas City. Isaiah Pacheco, you're not only attending the game, you are affecting the game. A four-yard touchdown for the rookie. Save that football, brother, and put it on your mantle. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, for the final uh, couple of minutes of our show. Sell so our crowd, great to see. Great to see so much spirit uh, back here again. We're at the High V tonight at uh, the Forty Highway Nolan Road in Independence. I'm I'm just going to give you this one more time because these are awesome. These meat bundles, the Kingdom Meat Bundle. Some of you will be tailgating Thursday night. Get to the game early, if you can, as early as you can when those gates open because it is going to be crazy uh, getting in there for Thursday night, and you don't want to miss the first quarter being stuck in traffic. Also, make sure, though, you pick up this meat bundle from Hy-Vee. Just $30. It's the Kingdom Meat Bundle. Four burgers, four pork chops, four brats, four chicken breasts, just 30 bucks. I saw them the other day on Red Friday. I'm thinking, Man, give me like 10 of those. Those uh, are awesome, uh, even for your home gate if you're not going to be at the game uh, live. Also, just a note, uh, next week will be a special show. Uh, it will be at the Hall of Honor, but will not be open to the public. It was a uh, Patrick Mahomes will be there, but it was a, a lot of you registered. Some of you registered and won. Some of you registered and didn't win. Uh, but anyway, that'll be next week's show. You can listen and enjoy it. In two weeks... We'll be back uh, live on site at a High V, and that will be at 151st in Black Bob in Olathe. We'll have a player at that show. Not sure yet who it'll be, but we're lining up those players, and we'll have a player back on site. It's, not been, it's been since 2019 since we've had a player on site for our Chiefs Kingdom shows, but we'll be at 151st in Black Bob. Some of you for a home game, like my brother's here tonight, Fat Brain Toys, it'll be a home game for him for Snowstorm Sandy and for uh, Susie Bling Bling, you might leave right now uh, to get there, so to get there by the 26th. Uh, so uh, be a long one for them, not a home game, but they'll be there because they make them to them all, uh, make them to all the shows. Special thanks to Mike Garrett tonight. What a phenomenal gentleman with great stories. <laughs> and everybody has predicted the demise of the Chiefs. And here come the Chargers, which have been the darling team, really, of the offseason. I said it on the stage as we opened training camp in St. Joseph. I said it at the kickoff luncheon. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. But you're going to have to deal with the Chiefs. Get ready! It's the Chiefs and Chargers. Thanks for joining us on the Kansas City You've Chiefs been Radio Network. Welcome to
0: the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is Bad Boy Country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V, the world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this
3: is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danan Hughes every tuesday morning at eight thirty, tune in for exclusive one-on-one chiefs interviews throughout the season on the odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the kansas city chiefs 610 sports radio thank you for listening to the chiefs kingdom show presented by the kansas lottery dream bigger
0: this is the kansas city chiefs radio network